dramatic analysis of The Wizard of Oz, recorded July 9th, 2013, led by Chris Huntley. Tonight we uh, watched uh, The Wizard of Oz. Or at least saw it sometime recently, hopefully. Anybody didn't see it recently? Or had not seen it at all? Because we frequently have some time, someone said, like last time, I haven't seen it at all. So. Okay, good. Well then, what we want to do is, we're looking to try to come up with a story form for this. Now this is probably a movie likely that you've seen many, many times, and hopefully you saw it more recently because I think watching it with the intent of analyzing it, you'll probably see things that you normally wouldn't necessarily remember. Um, but, you know, if you did, you did, if you didn't, you didn't. Uh, let's start where we always start, and let's identify what the four through lines are, uh, starting with the overall story, the big picture. So how could you summarize it in, like, a, a very short sentence? Uh, Dorothy wants to go home, and, uh, and she has to overcome certain tasks to uh, figure out how to go home. Okay, so... That's her story. Isn't that the overall story? I don't know. Well, so you you would say there's a, a little a, a young girl from Kansas wants is in a is in Oz and wants to get home. That the other part was actually much more about her. That's why that that was, like, was key was her objective. So is that uh, you know? Uh, well, if you look at them at several characters, they all want some pretty basic things: calm, heart, courage, brain. So what is the but, at the core of it, okay. So then, what? Then how would you? How would you? Well, that's it? that's kind of what I'm. Because yeah, it, it all sort of pivots around her. Dor Dorothy hadn't shown up. The rest of the world wouldn't have been involved. Okay. But and her, her quest is getting back home. It seems like. Right now, is that a is that? And she has a certain way of doing it, which is going, you know, through, basically going to, to the wizard and then mm -hmm. trying to get back using the wizard to help her. Um, that seems to be once she has uh, arrived there to be her goal. Now, here's a question before we before we do this because I think this is going to help us for the rest of the evening. Uh, let's talk about the bookends. I think the story is different if you include the bookends or if you exclude the bookends, and. Um, want to get some feedback on, you know, from a story perspective, whether or not you feel they are necessary or they're just there as a framing device. I think that they're just as a framing device. I literally tried to cut it down to, I mean, cut that out. You really, I'm not sure that you really need that. Okay. But there's a lot of thematics set up in, in the first section. I mean, you, you see, I mean... This is a part that I never got before, but the human version of the Scarecrow, the human version of the Tin Man... Of everybody. Uh, you know, well, they, they all make the arguments, you know, that they're it's making the in Oz. That they make right. Oz. So that, um, uh, 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 who's the Scarecrow guy? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Ray, Ray Bolger. Bolger. Ray Bolger, you know, talks about, you know, you got you to gotta use your brain. Yeah, you got to use your brain. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, the Tin Man guy did not make that argument. I noticed, but no. the but the rape. Uh, I'm the sorry, lion, the lion. The lion did when he fell on the is, yeah. Right, he's so afraid. He's yeah. yeah he's so that he's making the courage uh, statement, and certainly Professor Marvel. Mm -hmm. Is that his name? Yeah, right, right, get there. Yeah. But, well, I mean, he's you know he's clearly you know making 
uh, an argument about you know well you've you know you're breaking somebody's heart you got to go back home um, you know so you know and then the all, you know somewhere over the rainbow obviously well that's kind of a main character I guess that thing. I think is main character that's main yeah, character it is main but character. but but it is setting up an awful lot of thematics but when you but the thing is when you look at it plot wise what you're looking at is a hallucination of a little girl. Well, therein, therein is the there. There's the question. Yeah. Do we treat this as a hallucination? Is this a hallucination or is it not? Because those are two completely different stories. Mm-hmm. If this is a story about a a girl who has a traumatic accident and imagines a world in which these she mm-hmm. solves problems in Oz in a fantastical. That's yeah. one story. The book <coughs> doesn't have the framing device. So it's just about the trip to, right? I mean, you, you're a little more familiar with it than I am, but I believe it's just basically she gets whisked off and, and has this adventure in, you know, in Oz instead of Wonderland. Um, and I think that the addition of the, the framing device, it, in terms of giving it meaning, as opposed to it just being a series of events, a tale, I think in order to attempt to give it to a structure that has meaning... I think it's intended to be part of the story, but I don't think it's intended to be inconsequential, you know, entertainment or meaning-wise. But, go ahead, Sam. Well, I thought about this very issue, you know, I was thinking, when does the story begin? And and I know it's not traditional dramatical structure, but I would say her story definitely begins with Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and then the overall story begins when she gets the shoes, uh, when, you know, that's the way I was seeing it, that, I mean, it's kind of, the overall story doesn't begin until she lands on the witch, uh, but the um, personal story starts. Which, which begs the other observation question, question slash observation that I've always had about this movie. That the inciting event appears to be what? The tornado. Or that's that's sort of like that's not. A, I mean, things are already in play before that. Miss Gold's well, going after Toto. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah, it, first shot. They are running away because Miss Gulch is coming after mm-hmm. Toto because he was chasing. Apparently, bit her. Right. Yeah, you know that looked to be kind of faked. But anyway, so. Yeah. That's already going on. It's kind of like the Death Star plans have already been stolen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she runs away because of the Everything happens right. because of that, and, the, and mm-hmm. she gets into all of the different troubles because of all of that. And the first sort of important turn is when she ends up in Oz. But for her, it's when, it's when she starts thinking about somebody else other than herself. You know when, when Mister uh, uh, Professor Marvel, you know, mm-hmm. sort of manipulates her a bit into. Oh, look! She's. Uh, I see this woman. She's, she's crying. Too, yeah, she's, she's crying. Oh, she's grabbing her heart. You know, she's falling to the ground. <laughs> you know, um, but that's when she's like, "Oh, I've got to go back because you know." Yeah. And, and that comes back in Oz. She mentions that specifically in Oz, and then you have the. You know, uh, the image of her uh, of Annie M in the ball, the crystal ball. I mean, you see that. So that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. Thematically, yeah, that it's all about if if it were to start with her running away, then we would assume that she's running away and to find her heart's desire. But but it seems like I've never thought about it until thinking about analyzing it that uh, she's she's trying to protect Toto. So right. So it doesn't really it doesn't make sense at the end because Toto's not even a concern at the end. Right. That was the question I was going to bring up because okay, so she gets back. She says, "You were there and you were there and you were there." Oh, there's no place like home. It's like. But what about Toto? This <laughs> <laughs> coming after Toto. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's you know so, in in that regard, it kind of feels like a MacGuffin. It kind of feels like a reason to get things started. That pretty much goes away as soon as they get back. You know, as soon as she starts running back home, whatever is happening with you know the Wicked Witch who they land on, yeah. it doesn't seem to matter because she seems to have. Is no longer an issue. Yeah, and Mrs. Gulch never appears at the end, so we don't know what happened. We don't know, then. right? That's why I said it, it's it's a it's a sticky wicket, mm -hmm. you know. So if this is all a dream, which is what the movie is explicitly telling us, then that's that's one kind of a story. Um, and when we get into domains, that might make a difference in terms of how we, you know, how we story form this. Um, it also makes a difference, I mean, I think we can probably determine who the main character is and whether she, she is a change or steadfast character without knowing that edge. Mm -hmm. um, but keep it in mind, because we're going to have to come back and make a decision about it. Uh, and right now, you know, our inclination is just to look at the story within the dream. The color part. The color part, right, exactly. The, the color color story as opposed to looking at this as this traumatized young girl who's fantasizing about some faraway world trying to deal with her personal issues. You know what, there's there's one other thing and the reason that I, I didn't see it as being that important at bookends because there are two characters, one you mentioned, uh, Jack Haley, fighting the Tin Man. You don't see him being foreshadowed. I mean, what he does has nothing to do with what he is as the Tin Man. The second one is, uh, what's the name, Dr. Marvel or whatever, Professor Marvel? Oh, absolutely it does. I don't... He's a shyster, just like the wizard. Well... It's totally... It's totally exactly I know, but the what he's about as a shyster... Is, is not a, what he's about as a wizard. He is for Dorothy. He did, is in her story. He is not where he was before she got there. He's the doorman. He's the one who takes her, takes them on the ride. He's the one that keeps her from the the actual he's guard. The one that sends her into danger. Right. He's, I mean, he's, he's he doesn't do that in the in the book in the uh, beginning. No, but but that's the wizard. That's not. The man behind the wizard. The, the wizard is sort of a character itself, as opposed to oh yeah, I'm I, yeah I play the wizard like I'm playing all these other roles. He's really you know kind of a a nice guy. Yeah, when you she know? meets him, he's definitely <coughs> trying to help her get home. Right, he he is essentially exactly the same character when who she he was when she first met him. Right. You know, right. so I mean, not the wizard, the 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 myth of the wizard the man behind the curtain. Yeah, he's the man behind the curtain, exactly. And I think that, so that character is the same. You know, he's, he's the flim-flam man. 
and he, you know, he... Well, I get that. He's a flim-flam man, but he's got two different purposes. The first purpose is not to be... Right, uh, because one is a persona. They're two different characters in one player. I mean, actually not one player. It's two different players. You have the fire and the, the you know, mm -hmm. and all these attributed qualities. And then you actually have the man, who is a different different person. You even see those characters show up in each of the ones he's playing. When he's at the door, where he's the gatekeeper, literally, mm -hmm. and then when she starts telling her sob story, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to help you, you know, just come on in. And the same thing when he's at the, the guard at the, in front of the doors, and you can't come in, and like, oh, you know, and all the water runs up. So it's literally almost like two different characters that he's playing. One is the wizard you know, representative, and one of them is is the uh, sort of the man behind the curtain. Okay. Remember, they, they're, these aren't real people, and especially in something like this, it's the the roles are pretty, you know, their functions are pretty clearly defined, and you can just say, okay, here's where they've gone from. You know, this he's put off this one, you see him now, he comes back, and he's a different character. You know, and he's reacting differently. He's not following the same thing. And an objective characters don't generally do that unless they have other other functionality in the story. Um, so for, for the time being, we just want to say um, a little bit. Dorothy needs to uh, escape Oz or whatever. Yes. Go home. Escaping Go Oz, home. maybe? Or finding Wizard. Yeah, going home. But then in the end, it's revealed there's no problem going home. She has to learn something to go home. Right. No, there is a problem until she learns it. And that's the important part. because, And they phrase it that way, because she couldn't have gone... She had the power, but not the skill. Right. She had the shoes. But you know, she the, had to be able to... She had to understand, because it's a mental step that she has to go mm -hmm. through. So she actually has to get to a different place before she now can do it. It's almost like you have to have the faith in order to power the, the magic. It's that kind of a thing. Because I was, I was listening to that very, very clearly because that was my, always been my issue, too. And they've made it on Saturday Night Live. They've made a lot of fun about it, too. You know. they, they, even, they even say it. They say, why didn't you tell her? to the, to yeah, the She says because she, she wasn't ready. Yeah, right. exactly. So once so she had the ruby slipper, she had the capability. She just didn't have the know-how. Yeah. So her character art has to be change and growth. Well, let's get to that in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> We're just trying to identify the overall story thoroughly. Okay. Dorothy needs to get back home. And or getting it, Dorothy home. Hmm? Getting Dorothy home because everybody's involved. Or at least Whatever. I, I'm not, we're, not, we're not writing an analysis. We're just right. wanted so we all understand yeah, kind of yeah. the frame of reference. I mean, the quest is to get Dorothy home. Yes. Whether right. we could, I mean, Glinda's involved, you know, the side Right, it's not the goal. This, we're questions. not trying to describe the goal. Gotcha. Right. That's right. a different okay. story point. Okay, main character. Dorothy Gale. Dorothy. Okay. And here's the interesting question. Who is the influence <laughs> character? It has to be Glinda, the good witch of the... Uh, of the uh, West. West. The West. Because, North. No, North. 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 Because she's the one who tells who tells Dorothy what Dorothy needs to find out in the end. But is she the one that helps her grow? She is a guardian. No question. She, yes. They say, help, help, help. And she goes, oh, here's your help. 
No question, she is a, an archetypal guardian. But who's the one who's helping Dorothy to actually become the person that can power the ruby slippers so that she can actually get home? Bob, wizard. what were you going to say? I, 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 I always say the wizard. wizard of the great and powerful Oz. Okay, okay. so we have one vote for the Wiz. Wicked Witch. And one for Glinda. Well, I'm going to vote for the three, uh, the three guys. The three amigos? Yeah. Brothers Karamatsu. All right, and then we had what uh, for the Wicked Witch? What they said. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna make you have you guys are gonna have to support your arguments. So, um, so relationship. What is the relationship between Dorothy and the Wizard? You said it, did you? Who said it? Who said Wizard? I said. It. You said. Bob. And Sam did too. Um. And Sam, you can, you're on the hook for this, too. Okay. <laughs> uh, the wizard, uh, is, the relationship is uh, a, uh, it's a challenging one. It's, uh, uh, it's to, let's see, it's a antagonist kind of relationship. Uh, let's see. Well... But let's. Yeah, uh, yes. I, I say that the wizard because he he's the one who um, uh, challenges her to 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 um, make make the um, transition from uh, uh, being a uh, uh, the transition to going home. He, like he, growing he, up. You mean? Uh, yeah, from being, to grow, like growing up, from yeah. going from Dorothy the small and meek, essentially. Mm -hmm. But did he know he was helping her? The wizard, the Marvel character, knew that this girl had run away, and he's trying to can, trick her into wanting to go home. Right. So in that sense, I saw him as an influenced character early in the story, but I didn't see that the wizard actually knew enough about her to help her. Excellent point. The influenced character does not need to know, care, or even be aware that they're having that effect in order to be an influenced character. They just have to have it. It's just they are applying the appropriate pressure for that character. That's what makes them the influenced character. Sometimes they're completely aware of it. Like Obi-Wan, he knows exactly what he's doing. Luke's completely oblivious to him that he's doing it, but Obi-Wan knows exactly what he's doing. Um, yes? I was just going to continue trying to argue for the whiz. He's, he's the great and powerful, and she's the meek and humble. You know, is it, uh, let's see, how would I, a, how would you describe a relationship like that? Not a friendship, not a... Not is a it like a mentorship? A, like, kind of a mentorship? A pre, uh, mentor, mentor, protege kind of? Protege kind of? Kind of? Yeah. I, uh, I don't think he's training her to be him. No, so it's not, right, a, not right, an apprenticeship. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's, Put that on hold for a sec. How about Glenda? Who's the one who suggested Glenda? And I suggested Glenda because Glenda is the one who enables her to um, to finally accomplish her goal. She wants to go home only when Glenda says, "Tap your heels three times and say, I want to go home,' and you go home." Now she's also having to. But grow. she's but she's not the one who enabled her. That's why remember she said she says it that. You've had the power all along. Yeah. You just didn't know how to use it. So, 
what did Glenda do to empower her? That's really where you're seeing about the character developing, Dorothy developing, because her waking her up from the from the poppies, her um, giving her the shoes to protect her from the the witch. Um, each of the instances where she she does step in as a guardian, really is to help her get back home, but not really dealing with her. Dorothy is her, you know, this child who doesn't listen, who runs off and is very spontaneous and doesn't seem to really care about what other people are doing. You know, remember at the very beginning, this is why I think the beginning is important. The beginning, you know, her parent, her uncle and aunt are trying to do something really important. They're going to lose an entire batch of chickens and she's in there, you know, it's my problem, my problem, my problem, my problem. It's like, Dorothy, you know, cut it out. We're going to, we, we could lose all of these because the hatchery is broken. And she just was like, you know, just not hearing it. And you get the impression that by the end of the story, she'd probably be a little bit more aware of other people at that point. You know, and so, you know, it, it is Glinda the one, I'm not sure that she's, she's the one who actually had that kind of a personal effect on her. She certainly did logistically in helping her along, you know, survive. I mean, she tells, I mean, Glinda's the one who tells her about the wizard. But it's sort of like, you need to go see the wizard because he's the one who's going to help you see the way. That, that's kind of the implication. I'm sending you to the wizard because he's going to be your impact, your influence character. Mm. I'm just sending, you know, I'm just going to help you along. Well, you also that's have the a, wizard The wizard as the, you know, the great and powerful. That's kind of your, your antagonist. Here's the e temptation. Here's the easy way out. He'll do it for you. You don't have to do anything. He'll do everything for you. And that's why they're all, oh, well, he'll just give me a brain. He'll just give me a heart. Oh, he'll give me courage. He'll give me a way home. Which, of course, the message of the story is that you already, you, you, you have they're sense. part of your character. You can't just be handed it to you. So, I mean. That's why he, why he has his preconditions. Right. So you right. have to go do something first. Right, so that you can develop those things, or, or bring those things about so that you recognize that you already in, inhabit those characters, characteristics. Mm -hmm. yeah. What about the, the three amigos? I think he or one... Yeah, well, and I could... I, I kind of look at amount of screen time for the influence character or co-star, uh, and they have a lot of it, both at the beginning part and in the middle part. Um, and they, but the challenge is, is that she, in many ways, has more impact on. I mean, well, they're hardwired. They're hardwired. Yeah, yeah. You know, I need to have one of Brian Hart, right. courage. Right. They're hardwired. They come with it. Oh. They come preloaded with it. Okay. They help her along the way. They're part of the team. They each represent a, an approach to trying to solve the problem. So maybe and more of a side. No, they're no, they're the different objective characters. You know, you've got the reason and emotion oh, okay. and right. side gotcha. and gotcha. skeptic. You know, Toto's the sidekick. So I mean, they yeah. have a function in the story. Okay. They need to be there for that reason because you, that's part of the you know exploration <coughs> in the big yeah. picture. But at a personal level, they're they're all just sort of sympathetic ears and such. But they're really. They don't challenge her. They don't, you know. She challenges them more than because she's the, she's frequently courageous when they're don't. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. so, and that, and in that instance, those instances are closer to where they might be working as a handoff character, as the influence character. Right, Because right. there's a period in the middle where, mm-hmm. for instance, the wizard just disappears altogether. And mm-hmm. They do kind of ha- help that, that way. I kind of was wish. saying Glinda and the Three Amigos, it was my original idea. Was that okay. Glinda starts it and hands off to them as they kind of carry along to guide her where Glinda told her to go. But, but I, I'm not, I don't know. But, I mean, emotionally... She doesn't change from the time she arrives. She, she doesn't really grow from the time she arrives in Munchkin Land mm-hmm. to the gate of the in, of Oz. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not really grown a whole lot. It's right. just a lot of, yeah. you know, I'm picking up friends. I'm going through adventures, but there's not a lot of character development. Mm-hmm. The only instance is when she's challenged by um, uh, when when he when uh, the Cowardly Lion goes after Toto and she slaps him. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's the first time she's done anything even remotely like that. Right, right, right. You know, and that's the first inkling that she's, you know, starting to develop a little bit of a spine and not 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 so much so. But, of course, once you get the incarnations of the wizard, you know, the, the gatekeeper... The doorman, the the guard, mm-hmm. you know, and then the wizard, of, the wizard himself. Those things. Then she gets even stronger and stronger because he keeps on knocking them back, and sure. she keeps on stepping up forward and saying, "Hey, listen." Now that's also part of her job as protagonist, mm-hmm. you know. But <coughs> the way in which she does it seems to indicate that she is slightly growing a spine. And it's very slight, because, I mean, even after she kills the witch, it's like, oh, I didn't mean to do it, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And she really didn't mean to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so... She's a serial <laughs> witch killer. She's kind of like the Dexter of... Yes. Yeah. But if you saw Wicked, you know it was all just yeah. literally spoken mirrors. The Dexter of Oz. The Dexter of Oz. Okay, so, I mean, if you want, we can leave this open right now. Um... To me, it seems to be the character that is Professor um, Marvel. That character is the influence character, and it shows up in a couple of places, not always as the wizard, the man behind the curtain, the sympathetic character that's trying to get her to do the right thing, but also sort of to help her, um, that responds to her uh, efforts to, to... look out for herself and her and others, more importantly, looking out for others. That seems to be the the character that is helping her sort of find herself. Sort of get find the belief in herself yeah. that I, well, I yeah. just have one question. Yes. I still don't understand this. You're you're seeing the professor the Professor Marvel esque even in Oz character as different from the wizard himself. Right, because the wizard, they talk about the, the Wizard of Oz. he's the one pulling. No, 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 no. It's like, During you know, it's like being the president of a company and being a husband. <clears throat> Two completely different functions. And you've got the the Professor Mar- uh, Professor Marvel, who's traveled, the you know, the, the, king, yeah, the kings the, of the world. Kings of the world, or whatever it is. And then there's the guy who's sitting down with his hot dog and gets, you know, having a conversation with this runaway girl. 
there's his, his front. No, I'm talking about in Oz itself. Right, right. So you see him in both of those guises. You see him as the gatekeeper. No, no one can come in. Come in blah, 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 blah. And then when she steps up to challenge that, then you see him being all sympathetic and like, okay, well, let's try to help you with this. Then you have the gatekeeper in front of you know, the big doors that go into the, the, the hallway. And he's like, no, you can't, she's closed, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, you know, commiserating with them and, and, you know, we've done all this stuff. And then he's the, then he's the character where all the, is, is, he's crying his heart out. Mm -hmm. Then you've got the other, you've got the green-headed bald monster with the flames that's, you know, that's see transparent. That's the Wizard of Oz that nobody ever sees. But then you have the man behind the curtain. So in each of those Wizard of Oz instances, <laughs> there really is also that real person. And so the real person is the one I think is the, the, the thing that has the influence on her, not the image of somebody really, really big and powerful. She's drawn to the thing that's big and powerful, but that's not the thing that challenges her. Well, I'm really. buying your argument. I, I always thought that he was, that the professor was the, or was the impact character. I just don't see him as being a separate character from the Wizard of Oz. He is the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, no, he is. Right, but, but he's the same player. Right. And, and he embodies a character with different names, but it's the same Dramatica character. Yes. Right, right. It's, yes. It's, it's a product of her subconscious that just takes on the form of this guy. They go inside her head, and then, you know... They, they, I never remember that Professor Marvel down. comes in at the end. Right, of course. To so check on her to see how she's doing and make sure she she's came okay. Out okay well, I think, again, that's sort of to wrap up the you were there and you were there and you were there, sort of make the right. full circle. I, I, yeah. I, I think uh, as the, the professor, when he's in the guise of the Wizard of Oz, he does, he does because of his lack of confidence in being able to fulfill their wishes or knowing that he cannot actually fulfill their wishes, he tries to uh, tempt them into going back or forgetting their goal or to scare them, you know, and because of those challenges, uh, you have to go get the broom, because of those challenges, he is, doesn't he force those uh, changes into Dorothy and, you know, force he, them into situations? Yes, he does, but then you have the cheat at the end. Where, you know, just like with uh, Obi-Wan saying, Luke, trust yourself, use the Force. You know, it's like he's dead, and he's like, God, you know, don't listen to anybody else, but listen to me. You know, so it's the same thing when, you know, he's, he, he's gone, and then, then Glinda says, oh, yeah, well, now you can do it. You always, you always had the power. It's like, Wins is certainly there. It doesn't feel like it came from her, and that's the problem. You know, it's not like, you know, at least with Luke, we know he we know he knows that he's got the skills to do it. He's confident with it. He just has to actually trust it. Here, she doesn't even know she even has the power to do it, and suddenly it's like, oh well, you've had the power all along. It's like, you know, really? Okay. Well. You know, Again, and, it's, and it's, 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 it's the magical element. It's the magical element that is like, okay, have you learned what you need to learn? Oh, yeah, it's, you know, my heart's desires in my own backyard. Okay, good, now, you know. But there, so was, it's, but it's, there was never the awareness that, you, that there was the need for the magical element. Yeah. You see, there was always the promise of an easy way out. 
And it wasn't like she said, you know, okay, obviously no one else can do this for me. I've got to figure out a way to do it myself. And then Glinda pops up and says, well, you can, you know. That would be, I mean, again, it's just the be two on the nose. But there was no step where she actually <coughs> asserted the change, you know, where she acknowledged that it's not someone else who can do this for me. And, you know, I want to go home. She's always wanted to go home, but she's always wanted to go home just to be back home, not for a particular reason, or because she's worried about her, her, her aunt. Yeah. Can't can an impact character, can't the relationship between the main character and the impact character uh, create a strengthening in the main character so that they don't change? In other words... Sure. And if that's the instance... See, we, we haven't determined if she's a change or steadfast character. They will grow. The main uh, character will grow. That's why I was And if you have a main character who's a steadfast character, then the influence character changes. That's that's, that's why where I, I, I was thinking I, I about. Shows, uh, wizard as uh, uh, about the witch. Um, if, if you take the witch and uh, Miss Gulch uh, as the same character, uh, uh, it was Gulch who came after who, who was the initial force against uh, Dorothy in the beginning of the story, and it was that conflict established from the beginning. And uh, as the story grew, and as, as uh, uh, Dorothy was put in the situation of having to get the broom, she had to confront that character once again. And um, in fact, even though it was an accident, she ended up, well, she threw the water at her because she was protecting what, Toto right. or somebody. No, uh, Scarecrow. 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 She didn't throw the water at her. She threw the water at Scarecrow's okay. arm. Right. The witch was behind it. Right. Stupid witch. <laughs> and Stupid she, witch who lets them leave buckets of water. Them, exactly. It's like she the ends up destroying the witch. Science. Sure. And it was because of being, it was because of obtaining the broom that she could go back to the wizard and secure her trip home. But, she, she, but, she, but you see, the thing is, it didn't. Well, Bringing that, it back did not secure the trip. Was a home. Pre it was that a precondition, was the, the, not a requirement. The, the, the balloon. No, that was actually came out after, after. After they got back and said, oh, well, you know, I really can't give you what you well, want. Well, he was going to take, take her back himself. But he wasn't planning on it. And well, she certainly, that certainly wasn't coming, coming from her. See, if it's it, the nature of an antagonist, there will be some set, some goal, and the antagonist will be trying to prevent it at all costs. The protagonist will be trying to achieve it. Um, that's what Gulch is exactly is the antagonist. You know, it was not personal at all. She didn't care a whit about Dorothy, Dorothy and Dorothy really wasn't affected by Gulch personally at all. She's just trying to protect her dog, yeah. And all the way up, whether it's the dog or it's the lion or or the scarecrow, she's just trying to protect her own. And it, you know, it's that's one of the reasons why the ending also seems to be a little sort of long because the antagonist is suddenly gone, and yet the movie still keeps on going. So there's something else left over, and that has. That has to do something we'll talk about a little later when we talk about how the characters are laid out. 
But um, let's move on. Let's actually let's, let's start talking about the actual story, and then we can um, start addressing it. All right. So the main character resolve changes steadfast. Does it Dorothy change? Change. And, and okay, so just change how? Uh, at first, she doesn't know how to get go get back home, and now she does. Okay, but but she's handed information. That's that would not. That knowing it isn't sufficient, because even if she'd known it, she wouldn't have been able to employ it. So that that in and of itself doesn't mean change, but that's not saying she's not a changed character. I'm just saying you need to boost that up a little bit if you're going to make an argument for change. Well, in the sixth, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah the, uh, she was more selfish in the beginning, as far as what she wanted. Now she's even more people. Okay, so she's. Thinking of others and not so much about herself. Okay, even to the point when she's about to leave and go back to Kansas, and Toto jumps out. She 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 jumps out. You know, understanding that there was a possibility that she might not be able to get back on. Okay. Um, well, I I think the 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 signposts, so to speak, are the you know somewhere over the rainbow song, versus her monologue to Glinda when she says, oh, my heart's desire is in my own backyard. Right. I, th- I think that's... And there's no place like home. There's no place right. like and, home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's probably your biggest clue. You know, I think it's the of, author's intent in terms of <coughs> right. where she started here. And that's why I think you can't ignore the bookends, the framing device. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's essential for making sense of this as a story. Because right. without that... That does just doesn't exist without the without the code. without the framing device. You don't get in. You don't get the main character. You right. get the overall story kind of fine, right. but you don't get the main character development and a, and a real understanding of where she was and where she ended up. Yeah, because if if it were about her caring about other people, then maybe she learned that lesson as soon as she was worried about Aunt Anne and was racing home before the storm. Right. You know. And that, that the caring about other people might be part of the overall story. We don't know. But certainly, there's no place like home. That is uniquely Dorothy's. You know? Okay. So we're saying that she's a changed character. Everybody okay with that? Yes. Okay. All right. How about approach? Dur or beer? Does she prefer to... Prefer. This is a preference. Not what maybe the story requires, but... If she had her druthers, would she prefer to solve problems externally by doing things or internally by sort of changing herself or changing her behavior? Doer. Do and I mean, examples. And, and because she, she, number one thing, she's, she's going on the yellow brick road. But that's, okay, but that's not personal, but okay. She's directed to do that. She's basically following orders. She chooses to run away. Running away, right. That's a door kind of a thing. Um, and that's a very personal thing at that moment. And she fights Mrs. Gulch. Are her responses, yeah. are those doer things, or is that separate? Like her impulsive, she hits the lion on the nose. That's a doer thing. Okay. Yeah, as opposed to maybe yelling at him or being, you know, being, you know, as opposed to, you know, being something that would scare him, but hitting him. Yeah, that's definitely more of a doer thing. Okay. Uh, anything? Any other examples or or counter examples where people think might be the opposite? Well, when when uh, when she kills the wicked witch of the uh, West, she says she's sorry for it, didn't mean to do it. When um, 
And then when she uh, she uh, kills the wicked witch, the other wicked witch, by putting the water on her, she also apologizes. Sure, immediately. But, but there's no conflict there. In both of those instances, there actually isn't any conflict. Everybody in the room is really happy <laughs> that the witch but she doesn't, is dead. She doesn't know it. She thinks that these that all these creatures uh, that are working for the Wicked Witch are going to be very mad at her. Right, but her, but her, she sees a problem. Throws the water. She throws the water. She doesn't, like, you know, do something. She, it, it, yeah. not a, there's not a She's second She's not a thought. real introspective kind of, can I adjust myself to this person? <laughs> you know, I see he's got this guy who's stuck. I'll just go help him. Now, again, that's not really, that one that with the, when you're dealing with the um, Scarecrow Tin Man and Lion; those are kind of in the objective story, the big, you know, the big picture. So, that the story might be requiring certain activity, but she does appear to try to do things. I, I, in 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 the uh, in the uh, somewhere over the rainbow song, it's you know, she's basically saying, "Oh, if only I could fly like a bluebird, I would. Right. If I could go there, I would." You know, right. uh, as opposed to like looking at her attitude. escape. It's right. kind of a, yeah. And the arc basically is saying, you know, you know, quit looking to, you know, out there. Go, go, you know, fly out there, but you know, examine the your your heart's desires and where it belongs. And that is the arc, and that's a doer to a beer arc. Right. And if the mm -hmm. if the influence character is the wizard, he is a complete beer to the point he doesn't even actually have a body. Or he's adapting all these other characters mm -hmm. rather than, you know... He's sort of playing what the people want. You know, what right, right. He's a I manipulator, mean, he's, first he's of all. Yeah, As a Professor Marvel, he's a manipulator. It's mm -hmm. like, you know... And then he puts on, this, you know, puts on the, the turban and... Right. and adopts the mysticism. Right. Mode. Yeah. So that's another indicator of why she might be the doer, too. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, problem-solving style, linear or holistic? This probably a, know what the story is, but how about her? I can't think of any examples. I mean, they they see the Emerald City and they make a beeline for it. But that's the others. No, but what about before um, the, but when the movie I starts? Think she's, I think she's totally in trouble. Yeah. Okay. And I think she's... Well, all right. You, since you like the bookends... Well, um, I mean, at least at the beginning, okay. we see a little at bit. The, of it. At the beginning, she, what does she do? When she gets the dog back, <laughs> she runs away. Because she knows that, or she figures that's the only way that she can get away from Gulch. Right. Okay? So she runs away. She's not thinking of her impact on anybody else or mm. anything else. It's... That's how I get back. She, then when she when, reads the sign on the Marvel, the Professor Marvel sign, says, oh, I want to go with you to see the kings of Europe. Right. Right. So, right. Right. Because that's a way. So she reads that sign. Oh, if I hook up with him, I can do that. And a really good example is for, mm -hmm. from a linear perspective. Linears have to follow clues, and when there's a mm -hmm. gap, they can't move. There's a real good example of that once she's in Oz. Follow She's follow the yellow brick road, right? Yeah. She's la da 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 When she's at an intersection, an intersection, oh. she, she can't go forward yeah. because a linear would have to know which direction to go. That's a, that's like totally linear way reaction to. Oh my God! It's just I've got a branch tree here, and yeah. I don't know. I need more information as to know which path to go down. Mm -hmm. right. And the scarecrow is very holistic in a lot of ways. He's always 
thinking sort of outside the body. Even though he says he's not a thinker, he's always... Well, right, that's the irony. Yeah. You know, the one who says he doesn't have a heart is the one who's always crying, and the one who says he doesn't think always has the plans. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the point. Right. Mm. But um, he, he knew the way because there's no question, oh, which way do we go again? He, they, just, they just go. They take off, yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. question. They, yeah. they sort of drop that whole fork of the road right. kind of right. dilemma. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he grabs her and they go, well, this one, this one, then they go down the one that is the right one. Yeah. All right, so linear. How, okay, story driver actions drive decisions, or decision drives actions, and how? Well, when God decided to send a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, smart Alec. <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think uh, acts, acts or the events are driving the action. That things are happening to her, and that's why she has to. Wait, do events are usually actions. Decision, events happen. Uh, actions happen. Decisions are made. That's the big, easy way to think of it. So, it's either actions drive decisions, or decisions drive actions. Miss yeah. Gulch come, uh, shows up and takes Toto. Toto comes back. She decides to leave. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it feels action. Tornado. You know, the, in the end, she wakes up. She taps her shoes and wakes up, and you know, right. story's resolved. Right. It what, and it's important that she actually had to take do, do the, the heel clicking, because if it was just you have to know what the right thing is, then suddenly she's transported. That's fine. But it's, she, had to she has to activate the yeah. the power and, yeah. and the red shoes. And of course, they didn't have her lift up her feet and go. Oh, I have these rubber slippers on at the end because it was black and white, so it wouldn't show. <laughs> um, and then the major turns, you know, killing the witch, that's kind of a, a, kind of a big major turn. Mm -hmm. um, Actually arriving at the Emerald City is kind right. of, we're here, and that's yeah. kind of I mean, turns. you have these, these really big, huge set pieces that seem to initiate with a, um, Well, actually, it stalls, we've been told that is, you know, until... See, that one is more like a decision is being made. Emerald City? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, because they have to be let in. This is sort of this oh, gate, oh, gatekeeper okay. who has to let them in. Um, which is... I'm, I'm not they, sure exactly... they've arrived. Huh? But they've arrived and not the action. Right. At the, the point that they're at the Emerald City, the, the Yellowbrook Road has ended. Yeah. But, I mean, it's their arriving that forces a decision. Right, and it's also, you know, the fact that this... Oh, this is the witches, you know... Dorothy, then I'll let you in. But yeah, that's they've already gotten there. That's the end. that's the back turn, right? Then all right. So time lock or option lock? Even though we have a little time lock at the end, which doesn't count. And it's, so, the, it's so fuzzy because the witch never says how long that is, does she? She just says no. And that, no, it, it's moving fast. You don't right. have long. And why didn't she think to just turn it back around? Yeah. Or knock it over and yeah. break it. Yeah, it Something. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a very good, that was such, like... Because like, she's a good girl. She would never cheat on... The yeah, game. On, on, on <laughs> a spell. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's option spell. lock. Yeah. I mean, they have only a certain number of ways before they can, they've all run out. And, of course, once, once <laughs> the balloon takes off, now we're down to brass tacks because there isn't no no more options that they're aware of that have been set up in the story mm -hmm. that can get her out of there until you know Glinda whips the last one. Here's the solution. I have it back in my pocket. Mm -hmm. yep. um, 
Deus Ex Machina, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. very much so. The pink bubble floats in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Success or failure? Success. Success. Yeah, she gets home. And good or bad? Good. Good. We have a happy ending. No place like But home. what of Toto? Yes, but what about but Toto? What Toto? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I always wondered, I thought that was very funny. Nobody ever seemed to care about what happened to Toto after you, that. You would hope that after this devastating tornado, that's like, maybe that just goes away. You know, well, you hope that she got sucked up in the or something, yeah. <laughs> but, so for the moment, he's just sitting on Dorothy's chest. Right, but it was it was truly a MacGuffin. It was just an excuse to get things going. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Um, so now what we need to do is we need to identify where the four through lines align on the structure. So essentially, we've got our four through lines and whatever our relationship between Dorothy and wizard is it's 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 the mentor is not quite quite the right word but it's sort of like well he's the you know there's the old greek myth about the the monster that gives riddles and it's like you have to you mean the sphinx delphic or something like that like or maybe the sphinx yeah it's that what was that sam well it's it's not antagonistic but it's it's yeah it's like he's just always telling you right. This is the challenger, and the, right. then they the the precondition holder. It kind of says you have to do this, this, this. Yeah, weird. You can't sort of like come up with a label for it. Anyway, whatever it is, it's the Dorothy. Um, well, she's in a way. Well, if she, she's kind of the seeker, and he's kind of the the the, the truth keeper in a sense. Um, Trustworthy. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's I mean, that sounds a little objective, but I'm not sure where where the heart is in that. Because um, the relationship through line should be the heart of the story, and that may be part of. There may not be a whole lot in this. There might not be a real strong. She's the mentor. She's the seeker. Well, whether whether they intend to be or not, right? right. That's kind of yeah. what the story okay. is requiring of them. All right, yeah. that's fine. So that's, that's better than protege. So she's a seek. She's seeker and she is a seeker. Yeah, heart tester or something. Okay. So where do we see, we see that? Um, where do we see the overall story? This is the, this is going to be the. It's going to be probably in one of two places. I think it'd be easier to pick Dorothy first. All right, pick Dorothy. Anyway, Activity. she's going to be. She's going to be, and because she's a doer. She's going to be in either situation or activity. Actually, I think it's easier to pick the subject or the the, uh, obstacle character, the influence character. Manipulation? Manipulation. All right. Well, everyone was saying activity for her anyway. I was going to say situation just because, personally, she's she's kind of stuck in this monochromatic sepia tone world and wants to be somewhere way more colorful over over the rainbow. Uh, so but isn't that more what everybody is in the sepia tone world in that other place, and everybody's in the color world in the other place? Well, if she was a sepia tone character in the color world, then yes, I would agree. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, okay. I mean, she's okay, uh, but she certainly is a stranger in a strange land. I mean, that's that's sort of the. See, the thing is, tell me, tell me how the influence character then is fixed attitude. Fixed attitude. Uh, I'd be easier for me to to, uh, to illustrate how the relationship through line is the manipulation. 
but uh, but you know, but I mean, you know, no, you make a you make a good argument. So I I, I think it'll fit. Pardon? I think it'll fit. She alone is uh, trying to get home. No one, everyone else has different goals other than that. But she's she's wants to uh, get her activity is to get back home, <coughs> get back to Annie M and Annie M in trouble. Okay, so what are you? But I'm not sure what argument you're making. That well, that she's activity. Uh, okay. She she has a purpose. That now this is difficult because of, of what I want to choose for her issue is is not is not so goal oriented. It's more it's learning. I want to put her in learning, but. Uh, um, okay. Well, if she's, a, if she's not, she doesn't know that. So that okay. So we're basically. Um, here's the thing. I, explain, I, I, explain the overall story and situation. That's what I'm not understand. I'm not sure I understand that. If it, that's where we were assuming looking. it is. You know, yeah. If we were um, looking, I mean, if they overall story and fixed attitude. Can I do that? Or sure. You can. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, every, everyone's got a. Everyone thinks I'm not smart enough. I'm not. I don't have a heart. I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I'm a coward. You know, they have these attitudes about themselves that that is uh, uh, maybe wrong, but that's what their problem is. Oz, Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. Did you everybody hear what he was saying about fixed attitudes being possibly the so, uh, argument for fixed attitudes? It's like everybody's. Right? I'm not enough. So in a way, they, they've all got some. I'm not quite enough. For this. mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was, uh, was, was going to say that. I saw that, I thought about that one time, then I was thinking, though, that all of them also want something. They want a heart, they want a brain, they want to go home, they want something. So I saw the, the objective story is the obtaining that everyone was. Or innermost desires under fixed attitude. What you oh, just described can go, can go there instead mm -hmm. of obtaining. Okay. Yeah, well, that's about. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere over the well, that's what I was saying earlier. It's, if everybody's after something essential, something they really need to survive. To Everyone's be. after their heart's desire. Right, right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Innermost. Yeah. Freedom from the witch. Independence. You know. Uh, munchkins get that earlier, but then the other green-faced people get it later. Um, so. I always would view that the relationship, I think, is manipulation, so that's where I wanted the objective story of the activity. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing, if, you, if you're going to say the relationship is situation, the one thing where no, that... Been that been no, 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 no. But if we had fixed attitude as the overall story, that would put the relationship in situation, and there is one thing about the two of them that makes them uniquely compatible or effective. They're both from America. Kansas. Both from Kansas. Both from Kansas. Mm -hmm. Way from home. Sort of uniquely suited to have that. You and I are so much alike. Right. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is sort of, I, I wouldn't have been something that I would have gone to, but that is that is something that is uniquely, unique between the two of them mm -hmm. in their relationship, is that they both, here's someone who came before, and here's someone, another one is just like it, it's now sort of in the same situation and wants to go back 
Um, so I mean, that's that that's a way of looking at. It. I'm not sure that. It, so you, you were asking, you were talking about manipulation in the relationship. How, how do we see that? Um, the more I think about it, the more I, I agree well, with Carl, though, that the wizard just represents... Because she doesn't try to manipulate back. It, it, yeah. The manipulation is only one way, and that's... It's the man behind the curtain, it's, it's the wizard, you know, yeah, the Professor Marvel, it's, it's, it's the, oh, come back tomorrow, her. you know. Um, so that would make him the eye with that there, see? Um, well, like you, yeah, no. Yeah, I had yeah. Uh, him helping her become, you know, the becoming. And yeah. Well, it's like well, no, he would do the same thing as an influence character. If you were looking and where we were looking so far, that becoming would be where he would be having that influence on her. You need to, you know, you need to change your nature, right. you know. Um, and that's sort of the argument that we've been making. It's just that she's not party to that, she's affected by that, but she's not he's, participant he's in it. It's not like a, a subject over which they both have the same concern. Okay. So for the relationship, it has to be... Yeah, it's the relationship. It's not one or the other, it's the relationship. So it's like if you have a husband and wife, well, it's not about the husband and the wife, it's about the marriage. You know, what's the concern in the marriage? Um, and that's always the tough thing when you're thinking about a relationship. It's the it's the relationship that's the important thing, not the individuals, because they already they have their own domains. So right now we have a tentative main character in activity, influence character, and in manipulation or psychology. Um, we have uh, the uh, OS and fixed attitude and the relationship and so be, before before we lock that down can we it's just, not locked can we ask the question is she is she more of a chip on the shoulder or a hole in the heart well character. I think she feels more like a hole in the heart she needs to step up it's, it's not a hole in the heart in the sense that she's lacking something more that she's craving something and she needs to step up to the plate because that's that's the other way of looking at it rather than being you know Wounded and having that hole, it's that needs to be filled. It also can be there's there's um, not enough growth. You know, there's undergrowth, undergrown emotionally that she needs to develop into her womanhood, maturity, and that seems to be a little bit closer to what the story seems to be about. And that would be a start story. Which is why you were asking. Cause yeah. In this 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 relationship between the main character and the info and the overall story, if it's a if it's a dependent pair, then it's going to be a start story, and if it's a companion pair, a horizontal, it'll be a stop story. So you're saying uh, she, stop? What? No, start. 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 Okay. start. Okay. Thank you. I think that, that, that I think it does it does feel a lot like that because when she's there, she's she's not the source of her own problems. In the very first scene, she needs to grow up. You know, mm -hmm. she's just completely self-obsessed. You know, and if we get go into obtaining, well, then the, the themes are you know self-interest, morality, attitude, and approach. Mm -hmm. If we go there, mm -hmm. which we've sort of two-thirds of two, we've got two-fourths of it. We've already sort of looked at that. So actually, three three-quarters. Yeah. How did we get the fixed attitude for the what? Did, what is yeah. Um, you're, you're, what's your right. name? I'm sorry. Jim. No. Jim, yeah. 
Jim was talking about the fact that everybody seems to have a very uh, fixed way about how they see the world working. You know, the Wizard of Oz is the great and powerful. That's the way he is. And they all see this is the way the world works. This is the way the world works. And um, think and about it. Wait, okay, uh, when when the when the antagonist is disposed of. All of us, you know, the spell on, uh, you know, her soldiers themselves. For, when the first witch is disposed of, then the munchkins are free. So there's there's a there's a different mindset. When when the when the green wicked rich is uh, is disposed of, then all of a sudden they go, oh wow, you know, it, 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 I know it's like a there's a spell that's been broken, but the spell is on the mindset that's controlling those people. Um, and uh, and so that's where you actually see in an objective a way that uh, that um, minds have been changed as right. a result of the antagonist being killed. And you also um, see the surrender Dorothy and everybody's you know afraid of you know what's this what's going to happen. Um, and and you know but, but that, also you know I, I mean the, just objectively speaking uh, the 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 wizard. Essentially, or, or Oz is based on this mindset that our ruler is this great and powerful Oz, right, right. which is, you know... Nobody sees him, nobody, you know, right. it's just a, it's a myth. Right. right. It's a fixed up. attitude without investigation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you could make the same argument and say it's a situation because the situation is, is that all the shots are called by the great and powerful. But they aren't. We don't see that movie. It could have been... Well, no, that's what everybody thinks, though. But we don't see that movie. You don't mm -hmm. see evidence of it. You see people crediting him with being the great and powerful. You see absolutely no evidence of him. In yeah, fact, right. And it's really important, too, because I think the fact that he's, he lacks a physicality. There is no... There, you know, nobody sees the wizard. He didn't walk around. Because right. nobody sees the wizard. He doesn't do anything. He's just this reputation. Well, doesn't he give him the, the, the meadow? And he's this idea. You know? no, After he's exposed, that's but up wizard, to that point, that's the professor, right. yeah, or the doctor, or whatever, yeah. right? That's and think about it. I mean, you know, uh, the whole thing is a dream sequence that's a product of her subconscious, yeah. And subconscious is the original yeah. term for innermost desires. Uh, oh. So both those terms describe this movie. Yeah. Now, what's interesting also is that if you think about now, this, is something going. If you read, if you read the theory book and ages ago, for some of you. One of the things that we made a real big distinction about, when you look at both the wizard and the wiz, the, the wizard and the witch, uh, look at Witch of the West, they're not archetypal contagonist and antagonist. You actually have the witch, the witch has both um, external, she's got both the external, so she's both avoid or prevent, whichever way you want to look at it. And, re and no, not reconsider. No, she's also a hinder. Whereas the wizard is uh, he is uh, the temptation, you know, the easy way out, and um, reconsider. reconsider. So, you know, these are things that happen. Internally, these are things that happen externally. So, which is one of the reasons why, when you have that scene with the witch, and she appears on top of the mm -hmm. the, the house, the house in the the um, apple orchard, and she's sort of like, "Okay, I'm going to throw a little fireball, and now I'm gone." It's like, 
what was that? That was kind of piss poor. I mean, <laughs> because that was really a hinder. I'm just trying to make it difficult. You've got friends. I want to get rid of the friends. I'm not trying. That certainly wasn't a, a prevent or a, you know that wasn't like the poppies where I'm going to put you to sleep forever. You know, or I'm going to you know yeah, or I'm going to I'm going to kill you I'm with the, kill with the hourglass. Right, <laughs> not with the hourglass. Once you get the hourglass, runs out. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it at her. But but so she's got these she's got these you know things that are trying to stop her. You know, I'm going to you know I'm going to try to prevent her from seeing the wizard. You know, so I'm going to surrender Dorothy, or you know, it's like the or else, and they'll throw her out or something. So you you see those. Things and that's why she's got a lot of physical presence, and whereas the wizard has very little physical presence, he's and, and if you also if he's also in um, manipulation, that even again more so because he's behind the scenes, and that's very descriptive of the of the characters that he inhabits. <coughs> that 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 um, Professor Marvel inhabits in that world, you know, the all of these different roles he's playing, where he's playing somebody other than. The wizard, and certainly someone other than Professor Marvel, or whatever his name is in the in the when he comes clean. I don't remember what it, does he ever identify himself? He just says he's from Kansas. It's clear that that's where you know it came from. But um, so I think you see the the effects of that is that his absent physical absence in terms of direct confrontation and all of that that's really just thrown all of it into the wizard into the witch, which gives this really weird balance. You know, which is also why the story isn't over once she's gone, because you still have the reconsider. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You still have that reconsider you have to deal with, which is part of the antagonist. So you're take, taking some things from the archetypal an antagonist and contagonist. Right, right. And you just like, you know, with, with the Scarecrow and Tin Man, you mm -hmm. take, you know, emotion and reason, but you, swip, you swap control and uncontrolled, uh, okay. right? So it gives and them that interesting combo. Interesting this is doing it, rather than doing it like this, it's doing it like, you know, like this. Mm -hmm. So you've got, you know, like that. So you've got, the internals are all in one and the externals are all in the other, which is a really kind of a weird way, expression of doing it. But, it, you know, it's okay, it's fine, you can do it, it just requires a lot more explanation. And it's not quite as obvious. So let's actually bring up the software at this point. I think uh, we've gotten a good, gotten to a good place, and uh, it'll be a little easier to see greater depth if we um, get the software going. While you're doing that, um, I was playing with the uh, the internal, external, you know, adding the characteristic to the players, and and I did that. So I switched the wizard and the witch in all four dimensions. Is that is that? I'm I'm not certain it it, it carries down to that that depth, but I don't I don't know that it doesn't. But I certainly have it. Which haven't really looked at it any further. Obtaining that. Without thinking it through too, it seemed to be okay. Okay, well, well then, good. <laughs> You didn't activate when activated. So it means it's not showing? No, I don't have serial number. Your dramatica is not activated? Yeah. This is a new computer? No, no. 
I don't use this one that much. It's just for this place. Oh. Oh. So all that power just untapped. Um. I don't have it. one sitting around. I'll find it. Sorry. You just need a computer? I, I no, he needs a server. <laughs> I'll find it. Well, yeah, he's all. Alright, that's really not really sure. Okay. Um, so let me bring us up to date. Said change. Doer. Here. Action. Option lock. Success. Good. And a fixed attitude. Alright. So you see how you'll see how we, we chose the ones we did and it, it automatically chose the fact that it's a start character because of the relationships between the domains. So that's, there's some of those that you can, you can know that um, you can learn that are pretty straightforward. Uh, so now, let's go to the browser. Let's pop up to the top. All right. I have it like this so that we can um, in a little bit. All right, everybody, are you not quite speed diary? Do you want me to wait? No, just Okay. What are they saying? Your face? Yeah, yeah. They're saying the same. Oh, that's fine. Sam is good. <laughs> Well, that's okay. They're saying you pick your nose. <laughs> All right. I know. It's very juvenile. So we were talking about uh, the, the... So far, the discussion had been looking at obtaining innermost desires, uh, changing one's nature, and the relationship would be the future. Are there, is, is everybody okay with that? Or do yes. we, have, you, we had another... Someone, you were, Jim, were you looking for, was it uh, learning? Yeah. Oh, but that was going to be for the main character? No, that was amazing. Oh. I, had the, I had the same four, just different. Uh, different domains? Yeah, I, I'm, yes, okay. So, let's, let's just try, let's pick, uh, I mean, we haven't really talked much about Future in the relationship, but I think it's I think the, I think, think the relationship is by far the weakest of the four through lines. I certainly want to wouldn't want to make any decisions based on right. it, but it might help illuminate what if they're going to describe that a little better. That might have been made it stronger. But it's sort of I guess the idea is that both of them really want to get back to Kansas. We just don't know that about the wizard until. It's finally revealed. Well, well, no, I did so have sure. a way. He does want to go back to Kansas. He just has to go back to Kansas now. Right, because he's his cover. Otherwise, his cover's been blown. Right. 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 This gig is done. That role forever. <laughs> right. If you haven't been exposed. I think I need a new gig. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Move on. So let's say this is the main character. And we're down to 16 story forms. Um, let's pop down into the, this is looking at the main character, we've got approach, attitude, self-interest, or morality, 
Uh, I'm just going to go down one level further so we have all, all of the pieces showing. So, um, this is a very familiar area. So we have, uh, in, you know, consider, reconsider logic, feeling, faith, disbelief, conscience, temptation, pursue, avoid, control, uncontrolled, support, oppose, help, and hinder. So this is in the context of looking at Dorothy. Um, any thoughts on that, or any on, on either that, or should we go try looking at the overall story? Well, we we talked about you know the, the arc of her going from self-absorbed to more interested in others. So that's kind of why I, I looking at more in the self-interest morality pair yeah. as opposed to yeah. yeah you suggested earlier. Well, I just said I mean that's in, she certainly seems to start out in that self-interest bit. Um, I mean, it's not like she ever talks about it directly, but she does exhibit a growth there in action. Okay, let's look at what we what we have with our overall story in the same area. So with that, we're dealing with closure and hope and dream, closure and denial. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think, well, you, you said closure? I thought maybe. Because a lot of the songs seem to be about hopes and dreams. It's you know? true, beyond the rainbow. Well, not, not only that, but this is this is the overall story. You know, if I only had a brain, if I only had a heart, if I only had some courage. Or, I mean, it's not only you know. And, and is it is it a hope? Is it something within grasp, or is it something that's like way outside the realm of even possibly being able to do? I mean, everybody seems to have seems to have thematically something about the hopes and dreams part. Um, Sure, close, closure and denial definitely come in, as a, but they're more like the, the gauge by which you determine whether or not something's really on the hope end of the spectrum or on the, the, the dream end. Mm -hmm. Huh? So, like, hope, because we find out that, in fact, it is, everyone has what they are. They already have what they need, so it's not a outcome reaching the dream. Right. I mean, and then... It makes the issue for relationship delay. Choice and, and choice I think that's delay. probably right. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I mean, so we then have for the overall story, we've got either the faith, disbelief, support, oppose quad for the problem, solution, symptom, response in some organization of that, or the logic, feeling, control, uncontrolled. Mm -hmm. um, can, can I go back to just one question? Yeah, and we we know that the four uh, concerns match in, in the, the quads, but that's not necessarily true in the issue quads. Is Correct. Especially when you get over into the relationship. Right. Okay. The, the overall story and main character drills straight down down. Mm -hmm. So you can start at the domain level and go all the way down the problem and it makes a straight line. Which ones? The overall story and the main character. They always make a straight line. That's, those are the, that's where we decided to make sure that visually it lined okay. up there. So whenever you have, you know, multiplicity of perspectives, there's always going to be a paradox somewhere. Something else is going to look screwed up from some direction. So because we made those the straight lines, the relationship will be be off, and sometimes the influence character. The story engine picks control, feeling, logic, and control. 
based on what? You've, you've got an issue in there. Based on the story. Well, right, but you you, you picked it. You picked an issue in the hope. In the hope. Yeah. Right, in, right in hope. Right. right. Oh, in hope. I'm sorry. Right. So we have it either as hope or dream, and the question is, when? Here's the thing. I, I, I bless you. Bless you. Uh, bless you. Bless you. Uh, I might be more inclined to go dream with hope as the counterpoint because it's sort of like uh, we're sort of pursuing what seems to be a big dream, but but then the the at the end the upshot is oh, but it's all within your reach. But there was this assumption that you know it wasn't within your reach. Starting with Dorothy and her wanting to go over the mm -hmm. rainbow, it's you know oh you know you know um, right. Scarecrow oh I could I could never have a brain, but if right. only and, I had a brain. And, you know? and, uh, and there's there's a lot of Self-questioning of the dream. Oh, well, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. So they feel like it's an unreachable dream. But Dorothy seems so committed; they're going to hope that they're going to dream. Keep dreaming. Right, but it turns out it, it is within reach. Right, it just right, appeared right. to be outside right. of. They're of, interpreting of it reach. as a dream, and only Dorothy is the one who's really driving to go to Oz. The other three are kind of like, "Well, we're going to help you get there, mm -hmm. and maybe we can get this thing. Maybe, but you know, we're not counting on it. We're mostly going just to support you." So their dreams. Yeah. Or the way they look at everything. So I guess if you yeah. if, you know you look at well look look at the elements. That's what I would, that's why I brought it up so you can see what the what's below it. Let me get out of these colors. It's big, just get gray. Makes it easier. It's white. It's yeah. Um, so you know the question is where do we think where do we where do we see the solution, especially with Dorothy. Let's look at Dorothy. Where do we see with Glinda? Like Obi Wan, kind of hands her the solution on a platter and, mm -hmm. and says, "So what's what have you learned?" Mm -hmm. You know, and what do we see that seems to be tied up with that as well as there's no place like home. I mean, like the, that, those sort of thematically are going to be really integrated. Um, well, I'm I'm just kind of thinking about support as. Hmm. How does support? How does support? Well, in the sense that at home she had good things, but she couldn't support it at the beginning. She she thought the system was against her. I'm, I'm kind of relating that support is the the problem in Shawshank Redemption. The guys in the prison are supporting the problem. This is the flip of that. Where she's in a good situation at home, but she doesn't see it. Yeah, but and how does that? What does that have to do with what Glinda says to her? What have you learned? You know, about my heart's desire and that, in my own back here. You know, right? But what did she say before that? That you ha remember? She said you always had the power. Why didn't I? Why? Why did you know? Why didn't you tell me? You had to learn. But what did she? What did she have? I mean, you wouldn't have believed me. Right. Wouldn't you believe wouldn't have believed me. Oh, right. Ah, there you go. Because I was, I was wondering if faith and disbelief okay. was All right. something. Yes, faith is the solution. It's right there in the script. Right. 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 <laughs> I was trying not to, good, good, good. Right. to, to feed it quite so heavily. Well, that's sorry good. about that. you got to work on this. Yeah. But if you for what's in it. Sounds like the serrated sisters. Yeah, right. yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, okay. 
you know, so if you look at it this way, it's where faith is the solution. You know, you got to believe, and if the belief gives you the power to, you know, get okay. home, which is kind of a, that's sort of a cliche, but it's definitely, huh? Hokey. Well, when yeah. you tell it simply, it comes off as a little hokey, but um, there, there are a lot of stories like that. But that, what's interesting is it has the symptom is that what she what she would think is the problem is doing the right thing. And so her response to that is to take the road of temptation. I'm going to do what's easiest. So oh. rather than, so I'm going to run away. I'm going to take my, my dog and run away. Okay. I'm going to have somebody else fix my problem for me, you know? Yeah, but given the circumstances, I would have that. I would have too, I'm sorry. <laughs> sure, but no. even, but, but because but, her, her aunt and uncle put the dog in her basket and it's like, well, I don't know Right, but it's all and and it's again it's the or it's the issue of morality versus self interest. And when you think about where she always seems to be, except in the very first scene, she seems to be really self interested, really self absorbed. But once she's on the path, she really seems to be, hey, you can come with me, you know. I want to help, you know. It's not just about it's, it's about everybody, and she always seems to be looking out for the other people on her team. Um, and step when she steps up, she's not really. Those are the times when she seems to be doing a little bit of growing, is when she's sort of elevated out of the problem area, and because temptation is, hey, it's a lot easier if I've got some other people with me. Hey, you know the direction, great, come on with me. You know, you've got an axe, great, come on with me. You know, so, um, but when you, when it sort of elevates into the theme, you know, coming from a, a place where everybody's telling her what the morally the thing to do. It's against the law. You can't do that. You know. Now she's her reaction is like, you know, I'm not dealing with it at that level. I'm, I'm over. I'm looking at the self-interest kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If we look at our main, our overall story, you know, we have the symptom is support, and the response is opposed. So you've got, um, <laughs> you know, the. This is why it seems really, really weird when, you have. Um, Glinda gives her the shoes. But of course, that creates this huge oppositional problem for her with the witch. It's like, you know, yeah, it protects her, but it also has created this, you know, antagonist. Now she's got this enemy that she wouldn't have had before. Um, and it, it, I, I almost got the impression there was some sort of rule of you destroy a witch, then you get her shoes just by, like, you know, transference. I, I don't think so. I think it's that that Linda. It it seemed that there was some backstory between the two sisters, or the two evil witches. That the wicked witch of the west wanted those, but as long as she's alive. And she how many get permutations them. of that backstory have we seen in recent years? Many, huh? many, many, many. Yeah. Many. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 for the let's pop back to the. Um, Master story engine. Let's see what else is, seems to be implied. So, if we look at the overall story, um, we see the issue is dream. Uh, the problem is disbelief, faith, support, and oppose. The catalyst is denial. So, uh, conflict is increased when um, something is the you know like when you, you can't get the shoes. Here, take the shoes. Oh, I can't get the shoes unless I kill you. So here's the timer. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Very good. Um, okay. And then, yeah, and they, they keep blocking the door to them. Right. The the the, the, the gatekeeper, the guard. You know these Incoming. things create surrender. Okay. You know 
uh, so you get these instances where things get more conflict and even even surrender Dorothy you know you, I'm not gonna let you you can't you know refuse to back down right right exactly um, then we and, and we have the inhibitor of openness now this is what I like doing musicals because I think uh, you know, I always think that the song, a lot of times the song comes when the inhibitor makes a good example of the inhibitor. Is that? Oh, that's interesting. That slows things down for me. It sure it sure stops the story. Yeah. Well, the whole that that whole you know lions song, you know, if oh. I were king, really stops, really <laughs> stops. I don't know what that has to do with openness, but uh, has everything to do with him being there. His agent got him. Yeah. yeah. You get two songs. Um, and let's see, the benchmark of impulsive responses. Openness, broad minded is tolerance and willingness to reevaluate receptiveness. Let's come back to that. I'm not seeing it. Let's see, main character. So we, we've chosen those three. Um, and let's see, the unique ability of attitude. And a critical flaw of rationalization. Benchmark of doing. Well, that doing works really well in terms of that. Um, well, the, okay. The overall benchmark of impulsive responses doesn't have doesn't that have to do with with you know the image of the wizard you know and trying to instill fear yes. you know and yeah. awe and, and getting less get more and more um, sort of accustomed to it. As opposed to just being automatically awestruck, and she starts off, and you know there's a bubble floating down, and people, you know, disappearing and appearing in the strangest ways, and and you know, and then by the end, it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's not it. You're all here, and that's not it, right? You know? Right. But but when when Dorothy confronts the quote unquote wizard, it says, hey, wait a, minute. you know, she's oh, come back tomorrow. She goes, hey, wait a minute, you know, you're you're not being fair and all this. That that's the first that that's breaking. You know, that's breaking the facade right. of trying to create an impulsive response. And then, right. of course, Toto, you know, finishes the job. So it's like all that attempt to create impulsive or to put on an air of impulsive responses is breaking down. Right. No, I agree. I think, I think the gatekeepers work really well for that. Um, and what do we have for our... Does, does that reflect her attitude when she stands up to the wizard, you know? That's her. That's her unique ability. Is attitude. I think so. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she says that sort of. She she won't she won't put up with, um, like her friends being startled or be, be, people being mean <laughs> to her right. friends, um, and you know, and I think it's also sort of like well, whatever it takes, kind of an attitude. You know, we have to get the witch's broom and. Let's go get the wishes, bro. <laughs> and, you know, and, uh... But also the whole, you know, what if you learned... The, I mean, that whole thing, end, it's about right. an attitude it's change. It's about attitude, exactly. Right. And, and, and again, the only end is an attitude change, so... Right. That's sort of the, yeah, what... Not only has she gained faith, but now she's she understands there's no place like home. That's that's kind of the attitude, big huge one that you had it all the time. It was always your unique ability. You've just been rationalizing all this time to, and not seeing all these excuses. Right, right. Now let's look at look at the wizard's unique ability of obligation. Yeah, that's that's actually really nice. He sort of imposes these obligations on them, these things that they have to do in order to get future favors. 
at the same time, he's also got his, you know, he has, is obligated by his title of wizard, the great and powerful, to do something. And, and, and she calls him on it. Um, because his critical flaws approach. Yeah. You know, the approach. And Ben playing a role. He's, he starts off, you know, completely playing a role, and then less and less and less by the end. <laughs> he's no longer playing a role because he's now back to being sort of... Well, he still is. He's still playing the flim-flam man. Because right. he's, st- you know, he's talking on the... Right. Yeah, he's talking on the, the, the balloon and still doling out baloney, you know. But at the same time, he's what he's doing by doling out these gifts to the others and saying, you know, all you have to do to be a smart person is to be a smart person. So I will give you a diploma to symbolize, you know, that you know what you need to change your beingness, which that's the original term is being. Right. Right. You know, you need to, you know, by putting a badge of courage on his, he he has changed that per- changed his role, changed his beingness. And they accept it. Um, yeah. No. That was the diploma. What was the other one? Oh, the TikTok heart. Um, uh, just, yeah. Uh, here. Just be, you know, a, a, a person with a heart. It's interesting you see his, his responses to basically oppose. Somebody saying, let's do this. He's like, I'm against it. Which, of course, is good for all of his incarnations in, the, in, in a the bigger sense, but also certainly in terms of her directly having that... Each time he sort of gives that direct oppose, that's when she stands up, and and he kind of backs down and switches back to his the, whatever the the non wizard wizard you know, the professor mode, not the the wizard mode. So as the Sefas character, his problem is reconsider. So he's dri- he's basically driven to you know you know rethink this, which is of course one of the things that he does immediately when he sees her. Uh, the very first scene as you know as the professor Marvel it's like okay this girl needs to do some heavy duty considering <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I can't do it directly because that's you know that's not the way that he has to do it's like okay I'm gonna to stick right yeah and I'm not I'm not gonna be supportive of her I'm not gonna take her with me or anything like that and that, that's that's gonna be a problem I've got to sort of yeah Taking Push her a minor, away. He's taking a minor thing. He'd be oh, yeah, this is, you know, back when. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wild How list. How do you understand that um, consider versus reconsider is part of solution? Well, solution, it, he's a steadfast character, so he never employs consider. Because it, nev- it, it never really satisfies his drive. So, the, so rather than it being seen as a problem, it's just going to be sort of what's, what drives... The wizard, um, what drives Professor Marvel, and it's. No, because he never, because he never resolved it. He's a steadfast okay. character. So, so where? Well, you don't ignore it because what I mean in in simple stories like this, you ignore it <laughs> because they they don't get into that kind of subtlety. If you're doing a story that's a lot more. Um, well, if you're doing a story that's a lot more uh, in depth, and if it's you're looking at your main character, who's a steadfast character, they will flirt with it. You know, they'll look at it, maybe even try the the uh, solution, but it, they they won't stick with it because they're like, mm, I'm trying something. No, 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 no. And they they end up finally going, okay, I, I'm going back. 
I'm sticking with what I, you know, the way I've always been doing things, and I'm going to apply the effort outside, not inside. So he's really focused on, if you asked him what, what causes trouble for him, it's when he supports things. And so he's completely not a big supporter. <laughs> There's only a few examples of that. But in a completely right. different story, if he were to change, he would like, oh, okay, I will take you on the road with me. You know, and would consider doing that, but that's it's not that. Right, and if he did, then he'd no longer, we would no longer oppose. You know, um, and then if we look at the relationship, maybe we can find out what this that's supposed to be more about. <laughs> uh, so we have the uh, the domain is situation, um, with a, a concern of the future. They didn't see you. Uh, we see that the issue is choice. Um, well, I, you know, as far as the future, uh, both of them are trying to survive to a better future. I mean, the wizard obviously wants to be rid of witches as soon as he can, and she wants to get back to Kansas. So they both are going through all this in order to get past the big obstacle, whatever that is, which is the future beyond. The future beyond Oz, and the future after witches are gone. This is the book kind of looking ahead to the days when those things are done. She wants Oz, Kansas City, and it's witch free Oz. Or bad witch free Oz. So, Catalyst and preconception. You want to remain. Yeah. As long as you can. What? So benchmark how things are changing. Yeah. Progress. I mean, I think it's just really, I think it's really, really light. I just don't think it's much of a subjective story there. Much, not much of a relationship. There really I mean, isn't because they don't have much interaction. Right, but there's even not. You know, it's, it. You know, it reminds me of. It reminds me of what was in um, uh, Julie and Julia, the one with, where you had these mm -hmm. two threads. And they had, you know, overall story. They had Julie and her dealing, her main character stuff. You had Julia Child, mm -hmm. but they had no subjective subjective story, and it just drove me nuts because mm -hmm. it's like they were so perfectly set up to have that, and then they throw this little tiny thing in the in the overall story at the end where Julia Child doesn't like her blog or something like. Yeah, well, that's not, you know, because they really could have they could have shown how the thread of Julia Child's life influences Julia in her in her life, even though they don't directly interact, but they didn't. And it was it was like this really beautifully missed opportunity. And I think they probably I I think they I don't think they would have gone there because it certainly isn't in the in the the not the novel, the children's book. Um, you know, because you'd be you'd be writing way much into it. I think you probably find that people when they do, well, like even with Oz the Great and Powerful and with the the Wicked, uh, Wicked they really try to beef this up, and I don't oh, know yeah. that they adequately, you know, they they do it in a in a big way because that's a huge missing piece from this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Wicked. It's clear who the well, right? Well, who the relationship story right. is about, and and. Big Oz and Great and Powerful is between. Well, all, that's the problem. It well, starts Oz, off, Oz and Glinda. I mean, Glinda's the one, you know. The second half, certainly. The yeah. first half, it's more like Oz and the one who becomes I, a wicked witch. Right. 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 Yeah, it's like. 
it, it starts that and that's all well that's yeah. MacGuffin I know but it's half of the movie right mm-hmm. <laughs> that, it's kind of like Oblivion Oblivion has the same problem where they have this story that they're trying to set up and misdirect you and they spend so much time misdirecting you by the time you actually find out what's really going on there's no time to actually tell the story and it's just like crap you know yeah. it wasn't a very no, because the, the story wasn't there, and yeah. it really it was so easy to to have it that way. So oh, no. but yeah, there's there's not a lot of relationship through. I mean, it's no. it's a children's story. It's a it's a fairy tale. Now story. let's look at the signposts. Since we had a request earlier, now why don't we ever talk? Look at the signposts. Well, let's look. I just want to see something. Okay, so with Dorothy, we go from. Well, learning in the fourth act. So that was kind of wasn't that that was that was what have you learned? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Obtaining, you know, you gotta get the broom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding, doing. So that that actually works really well for 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 Dorothy herself. Mm-hmm. Um, start off with memories. Mm-hmm. This is a hard one, being a fixed attitude one. Contemplation again. That also works in the, you know, the the. Look well. Not only that, but the the Oz doling out the the prizes. Oh, now yeah. you really have, you know, you have to understand that, that you've always had this. And it's, let's the all lead. think about what we learned. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. Innermost desires is about the expression of oh, if only I had something else other than oh, if only. You know, yeah, this is this is the if if only had a brain, if I only had a heart, if I only had a courage. That's right. That's that is right. act two. Yeah, you know, uh, that means uh, that. Well, I can fits. see how memories would fit too. I mean, each one of them knows why they want what they want, and it's based on their memories. They do the talk about I've been hanging out here so long. Right. I've been waiting here a the year. Tin man was true, but but when you think broad more broadly, it's like okay. <clears throat> Depending on where you where you assign the you know uh, aspects of the story to the to the signpost, but I think the memories is displayed when in the tornado sequence when we see you know uh, Miss Gulch riding on the bicycle and then she turns into a wicked witch mm-hmm. and you know you see the three you know uh, range hands and they turn well they and you the see but but you're seeing the memories the crystal ball with a, having a heart attack you know it's like you remember where you came from and it's like <gasps> oh yeah you know that so I I think every, everything prior to that is is it, from an overall standpoint is kind of prologue yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of it's thematics that, it's not plot. Right. I, it's not plot per se. I think I, I think you could argue, not hard and fast argument. I think you could argue that the plot does begin with the tornado, and everything prior to that is just setting up themes, setting up some characters, you know, uh, for, strictly from an overall story standpoint. Yeah. Um, and they're because, very they're very unevenly spaced acts too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They're not spending the same amount of time. I imagine if you cut out the songs. It might be a little yeah. bit more. Right. right. <laughs> um, You'd have an hour movie. Right. Yeah. I was surprised that it was so short, given how when you see it on TV, oh, yeah. it, it three takes hours. three hours. <laughs> <laughs> or, or sometimes spread over two nights. I know. I know. You know, in the day. Exactly. <laughs> because of the. Uh, There's always all the Sunday ends. nights. Yeah. <laughs> the music in the end. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, um,. Manipulation. Oh wait, hang on. This is the Playing a role. Okay. Changing one's nature. Conceiving an idea. Developing a plan. 
Um, I mean, you know, here's, you know, the, the presence of the wizard is, like, always implied. Uh, you know, Professor Marvel definitely playing a role. Mm -hmm. All right? Uh, you can, you know, the wizard is there. He can change, he can do anything. You know, it's, it's just the, this understanding that he, he can change any. You know, he's great and powerful, so he can do anything. So he can change your situation. He can change your nature. He can, right. he, certainly he can change the, the nature of the three amigos. Uh, there's the, so they're operating on that, and so he's still, you know, present so, through. So would you say reputation. developing a plan was him bringing out the balloon, or is well, yeah, it's kind of like how how am I going to react? How am I going to deal with this this thing? But but developing a plan for for her, that was really well. Also, but conceptualizing was the original term, and what he's doing is bringing out conceptualized, you know, uh, artifacts that represent what each of the people need um, right so he's bringing out the, the diploma and bringing out the so these are conceptualized uh, manifestations right uh, yeah that fulfills his obligation which is what the unique ability or something yes his unique okay ability. yeah <laughs> and so. let's see we have um, <coughs> Situation. But yes, getting on the balloon and all that, 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 that all yes. places, developing a plan as well. I think it, that looks pretty good. Um, it's kind of, a, it's a, you know, it's, it's interesting. What would be interesting is to take this story form and try to fill in what the relationship might have been if, if there was really, you know, if you were like a real Wizard of Oz fan, say, okay, now if I had time and everybody wanted to develop that and how would I do that you know because yeah. I, I think what you'd end up with you certainly have a lot more presence of the wizard mm -hmm. or of Professor Marvel um, yeah he would show up more often more continuously but there would have to you'd have to see that you and I are just a light conversation and I think it would be Professor somewhere. Marvel would be showing up not the Wizard right. of Oz because right. the not the facade but the actual you know, Traveler. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, he he's, he doesn't want to, he's been there forever, he's, he, he plays all these personas, he could have been all over Oz, uh, Right, he could have been a peddler that they ran into that she, you know, that yeah. put points in the right direction or whatever, you know. But it would have been interesting if you saw him, him pushing her in, in the, in the same, you know, emotional way, development, as Glinda does in the logistical, you know, progressive progress of the the overall story, you know, I think it would it would have made it a little richer. Um, but again, this is you know, it's a it's it's I think you know it's from a children's book, and I think they're trying to treat it like a children's book. So they're trying the the, the most sophisticated thing they did was add the, add the framing device to give it a sort of a meaning to it. To get a little bit sort of, of psychological. Anchored in, in, anchored in our reality in a way. Well, right. at the time, the Cabaret-esque kind of mood right. of the time. Right. Especially where, you know, it's you know middle America was the place to be. You right. know, be, you know right. stay at home and all that. And, and Mrs. Gold was the richest woman in town. And, and but, it also, but also having it being a psychological, you know, uh, dream. It was a little more fresh and new and topical at, time, at right. the time. Right. <laughs> you know, not sort of old hat by the time I got to our generation.
This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.